Hello and welcome back to the Sefer Mitzvot podcast. Today we will learn positive mitzvah number 46. Before we begin the podcast, I'd just like to mention that we've been on a bit of a hiatus. I haven't uploaded a podcast in about a month or so. To all those who have been giving me gentle nudges to get back to it, uh, thank you. You know who you are, and I, I do appreciate the gentle nudges. Back to the podcast. Positive mitzvah number 46 is to perform chalitza, or the alternative to leveret marriage. As, as discussed in the prior mitzvah number 45, positive mitzvah number 45, yibum is the mitzvah for a man to marry the wife of his brother who died without children. The couple get married, the man dies without kids. So the man who died, his brother has a mitzvah of yibum, to marry his dead brother's widow. At the end of the last podcast, I posed the following question. What if the brother or the widow don't want to marry each other for whatever reason? Let's say the man has his own family and doesn't want to marry her, or the woman is not interested in marrying the brother, or for whatever reason, because of age, it doesn't make sense. What can they do in such a situation? In the event that they don't want to pr- proceed with the mitzvah vibum, positive mitzvah number 46 describes the alternative to yibum, which is called chalitza. Chalitza is literally to remove, as in to remove a shoe. And I'd like to, as I did with the previous podcast, I'd like to read the next four lines of the Torah and translate where you'll see where the word chalitza comes from. So, continuing from where we left off in the text of the last podcast, the Torah says, mm-hmm. But if the man doesn't, does not want to marry his brother's widow, then the woman should instead appear before the elders at court and declare the following and state the following. Quote, My husband's brother refuses to establish a name in Israel for his brother. He will not perform the duty, his duty, of Yibum. Okay, next verse. The elders of the town summon him and they talk to him. They try to have a conversation with him. If he insists and says, I don't want to marry her. In other words, she goes to the elders of the town. She says, he doesn't want to do the mitzvah yibum. So they call him. They try to encourage him. They talk to him. They say, hey, you got to do this. But if he insists and says, uh, not going to happen. I'm not, I don't want to marry her. Then we get to the following verse. The woman, this woman, meaning the brother's widow, should approach him, the brother, in the presence of the elders, meaning at the court. She should pull off or remove his shoe from his foot and spit in his presence. 
And then she should declare and say the following, This is what should be done to a man who declines to build his brother's house. Final verse, Then this man will be called amongst Israel as the home of the one whose shoe was removed. Okay, there's a lot of details here. Uh, and, you know, it's a, in this short co- podcast, I can't give a, a full explanation of every detail. However, I want to explain uh, at a high level. Recall, at a high level, the purpose of this mitzvah is for a man to do the ultimate kindness for his dead brother. A young guy got married, died without children. The Torah is telling his brother, keep the name of your brother alive. Go marry his widow, have a child, and that first child, you name after him. Based on the context of the verse, it's clear in this situation that the woman wants it, wants to marry her, her late husband's brother, but he decides not to, right? She goes and tells the court. The court tries to encourage him to, and he doesn't want to. So the, the process of chalitza has the undertones of trying to uh, disgrace him, shame him. Why? It's almost as though he couldn't care less about his brother. He's turning his back on his dead brother. And so the, the process of chalitza is removing his shoe, spitting in front of him, and saying, this is what happens to a man who won't build the home of his brother. Again, it's like has the undertones of disgracing him and shaming him. Now, as I posed in the original question, it could be the she doesn't want to, or it could be, you know, it doesn't make sense because they're older or sick or, or something doesn't make sense, but still the process is the process nonetheless. One thing I'd like to mention is she spits in his presence in front of him. There are some that translate this as spits on his face. <laughs> That's not what it is. She does not spit on his face. That would be Vyarka Alpanav. It's not on his face, but it's Bifanav in front of him. She spits on the floor in front of him. Again, there is this undertone of how uh, that you're turning your back on your brother. There's something that you should be doing for your brother that you're not. And there is giving shame to the to the man for doing this and turning his back on his dead brother. Question. What is the preferred method of Chalitza? Sorry, ex- sorry, to restate that. What is the preferred method? In other words, let's say, God forbid, this tragic situation occurs. Is the preferred default to do the mitzvah yibum or to do the mitzvah chalitza? The answer is it's machloket. There's differences of opinions. And to this very day, Ashkenazim default to doing chalitza, meaning Ashkenazim, the halacha for them is they no longer do yibum. Whereas Sephardim say the mitzvah of the Torah is to do yibum. So, Again, if it does not make sense, we have the option of chalitza. But if it makes sense, let's say the brother is single and does not have a family of his own, and they are okay with it, and they they are happy to marry each other also, as weird as it might be, it makes sense for whatever reason, then the first faradim, the default would be to do the misavi boom. Even nowadays, again, if it makes sense, and all of the parties agree, we would do the mitzvah yibum nowadays. 
That said, more often than not, it does go to chalitza because it, for some reason or another, it doesn't make sense. So to recap, positive mitzvah number 46 is to perform chalitza, which is the alternative to yibum or levirat marriage. The Torah describes the process. Essentially, she goes to the courts, the elders of the city, and says, I'd like to marry him, but he doesn't want to. He's turning his back on his brother. So the elders of the courts approach him. They try to encourage him. If he insists that he does not want to marry her, then they come, both come to court. They both come to the presence of the elders. She approaches him, remove his, removes his shoe off his foot, throws it, spits on the floor, and states, this is what happens to the man who d- declines to build his brother's house. And then this man will now be known as the man whose shoe was removed, which, again, this whole section has undertones of, of a disgrace or a shame on him for turning his back on his dead brother. Obviously, it's not always a shameful act, because as we've described already several times, there are times where the the, the new marriage wouldn't make sense, so they should not do the mitzvah yibum. That said... This Torah is this mitzvah is written for a certain situation, and it's given and, and it's prescribed as such for all uh, all yibum chalitza like situations. And finally, I'll mention that the preferred method, according to Ashkenazim, is to default to do chalitza. Sfaradim, if it makes sense, would do the mitzvah yibum. Otherwise, they would not.